Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, treble, treble side there. All right, honky tonk. All right, honk honk. Oh. Nice to see you. Came back at me there with honk honk. Yeah, very disrespectful, the triple side, innit? I just sort of limber up and like a triple jump. Yeah, you... you... Hop, skip, jump of verbal yoga, which is what it is. Yeah, so ask me, it's developed. Originally, it was important to you. Not to... Obviously, you're not disrespecting me, Andy. Not at all. Obviously. But it brought you good luck, a single side. But now we've got a treble... Yeah. So how does the rules work? Is that treble the look or have it, you had... It's partially the look thing, but it's it's like me lungs as well. It gets me lungs sort of moving but the, before the... we start this. Imagine if I was sort of wheezing all the way through, like... Yeah, <laughs> it would be better that, than some of the rubbish done... that you say. Ha ha. Uh, let's see. No, but hold your horses. The look, admit, are you doing it for look or for, or for warming your voice? I'm doing it for the people. If now, it's look... The look administrator used to respond to your single sigh. Yeah. Now you're happy that they'll respond, he or she will respond to the triple sigh, yeah? Different size could bring different types of look. Well, let's see how this podcast score that goes I'll then, keep yeah? a diary on how lucky I am over the next few days. Yeah? Based on the triple thing that I've just done. What would you consider good luck being bang on bang on the back of the bloke who reduces the chicken at uh, Morrison's or whatever. or landing right on five pounds when I put some petrol in the car. Landing like, on it? You know, right. landing on it, not doing the little, yeah. the little incremental squeezes on £4.95, £4.97, £4.99. Yeah. Just landing on it without even stopping. That's like observation you comedy. You ever done that? That's observation comedy. Is it? You should honestly. You make a fortune doing that stuff. Like the Michael McIntyres of this world. Mickey McIntyre, all them stuff. So you called me honky honk honk honk. I still haven't come up with for a name that pleases me for you. I was jotting a few down here. What? Why? Well, Ronnie Hot Dog I've used, but there's something a bit um, jovial, too jovial about that because there's a bit of an edge to you, Andy. So Ronnie Hot Dog. I think I'm quite jovial. Yeah. Yeah, there's can be, but the, you, know, you can be, but there's a bit of an edge there as well. And Ronnie Hot Dog hasn't got any edge. No, he's all good times, isn't he? Nah, Ronnie Hot Dog, yeah, he's all slippers and daft aprons yeah. and dancing about. So I was thinking, slow Kenneth. Yeah. No, mint tits, minty tits, mint tits, something like that. I have got tits. Yeah, of course you have. Um, yeah, shortlist that one. All right. I'll say, well, Ronnie Hot Dog, honk honk from the honker. Lovely to see you. Let's crack on with um, Atletico. Atletico Mints, episode 14. Jesus, 14 of them. Yeah. Why, why, why? Second World War didn't even last that long, did it? Didn't last for 14 weeks, now. So, my wife, right, blurted out to me <sighs> during the week. Yeah. 
Joe, that Joe Hart is half-arsed, and she doesn't know now about football, the wife, at all, right? Yeah. But she is very good at picking these things up. So I said to her, no, he's not half-arsed. And she said, no, I know, I, I can see, I, I know he's a half-arsed type of character. Right. So I thought I'd ask you, Andy, do you think he's half-arsed? Half-arsed, Joe Hart. Joe Hart. Joe half-hearted. Joe Hart, the keeper. Yeah. Yeah, do you think he's half-arsed? As a human or as a goalkeeper? Oh, for, uh, do you think he's a half-arsed? Has he only got half an arse? No, you know I'm not asking you. Is it like Hitler where he had one ball? Do you want me just to move? Have you got any opinion? No. Or, no opinion. Well, I put it out there because... If anything, it was a half-arsed statement. Well, oh, I'll tell her that. You can. I'll tell her that. I will do. Um, Vardy... Yes. He's coming in for a bit of a cash windfall, isn't he? It looks like it. It's like the scratch card from heaven. It is for a minute. Not a 25 grand one, though, either, is it? No. So Which is the, the highest is one. Is that the biggest one you can get now? I think so. I think I've seen a £100,000. On a scratch card? Right up high in the, in the oh. display. So Vardy, right? Look at Vardy. Think about Vardy, his essence and that. He's yeah. now got the big money. Well, what do you think he's going to He could get into a lot of trouble on? with the big money. What do you think? What's going to happen? I just to start it off. I think that um, he'll get his chin cobbled a bit because yeah. he's got a bit of a blade, hasn't he? Just yeah. to camp, champ for that, yeah. champ for that down a bit. I think he'll buy a drone, won't he? Yeah, won't he? I think he'll get a, um, a monster truck, monster truck and drone. You know, like a lot of them have Range Rovers now, don't they? I think Vardy will go one higher, but one of them monster trucks that they yeah. have in them shows with the fucking massive wheels. Do you find them funny? Can you not help but like? Like monster sn- snigger, if you say. Oh, I love them. I thought you might. The um, he'll also, I think, he'll buy a massive like onyx. Is it onyx? Onyx. Onyx. Yeah. Massive onyx pigeon. I think he'll do that. Do you think he'll do that? No. I think he will put his cash in. No one would look inside a massive. What like a piggy bank with a slot on the top? Yeah, but how big will it be? Oh, it's massive. It's about six foot. Right, so you need like a ladder or you something. You take the head off. On your little stepladder and pour your money in out the bucket, out yeah. your money bucket, and then later on, you t- you climb in. He seems like the sort of fellow who'll insist on being paid cash as well. I think definitely, you know, he has a habit of lifetime. That I think he'll buy a a brass hand. Yeah, to replace you, his current hand. I would buy a brass hand. I'll be honest with right, you. You're a millionaire, aren't you? Of course. But and also, I think he'll buy a full sized Hobbit chessboard for his patio. Do you reckon? With proper hobbits on, proper goblins and. No, they'll be cast like. Pl- I'm not familiar with the Hobbit because I'm 43 years of age. But you don't know Tolkien, the Hobbits. No. Well, they're like world. Well, well I was, obviously it was around when I was at school and That's stuff. That's just but, a lie, Andy. But, but the, the sort of people who were into that kind of thing and Dungeons and Dragons and that, and then I went to Game of Thrones. Obviously, they were the kind of people who smelt a bit unusual, and you wouldn't like to spend a lot of time around. Oh, no, but it doesn't they would tell matter. You about their, they would tell you about their obsessions and. It's irrelevant. It's like you said to you. You know what hobbits are. I don't really. You do. You know what they are. They're like bearded with cloaks on. Is and, it like a little goblin? Oh, forget it. But he'll get a full size chef chef set, chess set with them, with live ones. No, you're not live ones. Just, right. All right. Don't get agitated. So, Jesus. what do you think, Vardy? Get you? Just think he'll get the. Uh, what did you say? Monster truck. Monster truck. Who All wouldn't right. get a monster truck? They came into money. I suppose I would, yeah. Of course you would. Of course I would. Probably already got one. Um, Probably got three. Before we move on. Go on, what's on your agenda? Can we, um, can we 
establish your credentials as we like to do. Oh, yeah, of course. Near the beginning of the show, because you are, of course, the memory man. I'm expecting a tough one this week. All the statistics from football, from but, time immemorial. No, not from time immemorial. Lodged in your 1876 brain. to date. Oh, you don't know anything before then? No, I don't. Oh. Interesting. Test me out. All right, then here we go. Memory man, do you remember the name of the white horse from the infamous 1923 White Horse FA Cup final? Remember its name. Yes. Eh? Two parter. Hold your horses. Uh, See what I did there? Good one. Hold your horses. Do you also remember how many Todds it deposited onto the freshly laid Wembley pitch that day? Yes, I do. Memory Man. Oh, the Memory Man comes good once again. Sorry, Andy, that's a period I'm really strong on. Is it? I'm really strong on that period, yeah. I thought you'd be weak on it. Oh, well, there. Once again, credentials established. Back to the archive for me next week, then. Yeah. Try and dig out another memory that you might not know about. Good luck. Andy, can I bring something up? Go on, then. It's like, I don't know whether you're going to be annoyed with me, but when we got here... I saw, um, I've written it down here, I saw... It's your, a better than what I think it's going to be. Yeah, you know, you've oh, got God. your, uh, I don't know what you call it, not script, you're writing your new Tabitha Huntley mystery. Yeah. And it was out on the desk through there where we got the tea. Yeah. And this is the little extract that I saw from, from it that you've written. Here it goes. Tabitha had never been inside an Asda store before and found the smell of stale deodorant, nappies and tracksuit overpowering. She covered her face with her laced, gloved hand and walked directly to the meat counter, where the mysterious Andy had promised to rendezvous. She stood waiting as the boss-eyed counter-assistant sliced up a lump of Happy Bear luncheon meat. Would her investigation into the death of the wife of wealthy socialite Bob Waterman finally make progress? Suddenly, Andy arrived. He was handsome and muscular, well-dressed, athletic, and holding a lot of expensive electronic equipment. She couldn't help but have an instant attraction towards him. So what's this all about? It's a work in progress. You know, some of the names might get changed in the final edit. but Well, it's obvious what you're doing there, isn't it? It's, it's just in keeping with all the Tabitha Huntley stuff that I've done in the past. Well, I know it's a Tabitha Huntley novel, but yeah. what, what is it, what's it going on in your mind when the wife of Bob Waterman has yeah. been killed. And yeah. like the heroes bloke called a handsome bloke with lots of electronic equipment called Andy. Yeah, well, what, what, what about it? I don't think that you're probably just reading into a, a coincidence that's there. Do you want me wife dead? Is that what it is? I'm not saying I don't. You're not I'm saying not saying that I do either. Well, I mean, I worry because it's the, if, it, if, if your obsession with, I'll say, the socialite Bob Waterman and his wife. is running Millionaire so- socialite? No, no, I doesn't say he's a millionaire. I haven't finished it yet. It doesn't say... Is he a millionaire by any chance? Oh, he probably is. Does he have servants? Probably. You see, my worry... Do you, you know, can, can you see, like, I run a crime club, as you know, every night on the telly. Yeah, Can you see... The bedroom. When they're making the links? Yeah. Say, in 15 years' time. Yeah. Where they've missed... You know, and when I've been killed... And then they make this link to this novel you're I writing. Think you're paranoid, mate. I think you're getting paranoid. Yeah. Do um, is it 
Yeah, these heart tablets you're on, is that one of the side effects? Raging no. paranoia? No, I don't get paranoid at all. Do you not? I get muscle pain from them, kidney problems. Right. And my teeth rattle. Right. The teeth have gone loose through them. But mentally, you're fine. Uh, mentally, absolutely fine. You know, you, you would say that, wouldn't you? You're very disparaging about, you know, you couldn't give a shit about my heart problems. I but, just asked about them there. Well, not really, yeah, but totally indifferent and in a negative way. Oh, it's made you paranoid. Do you know, looking at you, Andy, if you don't mind me saying, it, your day could come, it could be you who suffers with heart problems. I don't think so. And then, no, I think so. And then you'll be on the phone saying, oh, Bob, Bob, I've got my heart's knackered up. Can you, can you give us the name of a good mechanic or something? And what, what are them pills that you use? I'll be all right. I'm going to live forever, mate. Why is that? Just am. Did either of your parents suffer from heart disease? Nothing. Nothing Fitness at all. fiddles. Yeah. Were they kind of like machines, basically? Pretty much. Emotionless machines. Yeah. God. Well, I've enjoyed my crime club this week. I've been watching Deadly Women, Homicide Detectives, Evil Kin. You spoke last week about mob wives. And you Did went, you watch it? You encouraged it? me to watch it. Did you watch I it? I recorded, I taped six episodes of it. Yeah. I haven't watched any of them. Why? Not asked. Why? Because I asked you. Yeah, basically. If I'd come across it in the schedules, yeah, seen and thought that looks interesting, I probably would have watched it. But what? Because what? you'd, you know, explicitly said you need to watch Mob Wives. But you got as far as taping it just so that you could tell me. Just that I could tell you that I hadn't watched it. Yeah. That you taped it, but I'm bothered. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to know about Mob Wives? Nah, because I might watch it before next week. Mob Wives is follows the story of it's a reality show, the story of four. Um, New Jersey, Italian descent, yeah. wives, girlfriends of uh, mafia people. Right. And they've got very deep voices like all that. The, all the ladies. All, all of you. He said, if I see her again, I'm going to dump on her tits. That kind of thing. But, I, you know, I'm trying to entice you, Andy. If you don't want to watch Mob Wives, don't watch it. Maybe I do want to watch it, though. Do you want to join, join my crime club? No. Why not? Because it's in your bedroom. Yeah, but I, 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 what I would do is I would text you the schedule for the, the evening. Right. I'd recommend some um, crime crunchies, I call them. Right. Crunchy munches to have during the crime club, yeah. I'd fill you in on the background to the cases. Yeah. Um, tell you which ones were reconstructions, which ones were true crime. Yeah. It's up to you if you're interested. It's only night. No, play. no, it sounds shit. <laughs> It sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like I'll be having a lot more contact with you outside of doing this. No, you'd get a and text. That's not that's not something that I want really. Oh god. I've been digging out a couple more reviews of the podcast. Oh, have you? Genuine reviews, Genuine have you, Andy? reviews from the internet. Here we go. Uh here's one. Great podcast, but the other bloke is absolutely lashing Mortimer in the comedy stakes here. Mm. Sad to see one of my heroes chucking his legacy away like this. Okay, who's that from? That's from uh it's from John Doorhandle. Oh, is it funny? And can't you come up with a better false name? That's than his that? that's his name on the internet. It might not be his real name in real life. It might not be his god given name, but no. that's what he calls himself on the internet. John Doorhandle. And there's another one. Um Mortimer is doing important work here. Yes. Showing that modern slavery is nothing to be ashamed of. Mm. Hopefully he's changing the minds of the podcast to millions of listeners. And who's that from, Andy? That's from um, that's from Mike Ashley. Mike Ashley? Yeah. Do you like Mike Ashley? I don't like Mike Ashley. Why don't you like him? I don't like his shops. Because he's I more don't like successful his football than club you. And I don't like the way he conducts himself. Same as Greg Wallace, isn't it? 
Oh, it's the same old thing again. Is it working? Working class boy does good. You don't like it, and do you? I've, I've got a problem with this. You're one of those like 1950s deferential characters. Do you, you know, it's fine if the for the aristos and for the educated, the Oxbridge people, to dominate and make their money, make their hedge funds and all that. But you don't like a working class lad doing it. I don't like people of me on stamp, getting out of the ghetto. Yeah, you got. Pro- you, you want to look into it. You want to look into it. The Euros are coming up, Andy. Really are coming up really like soon. In hours from now. You could count it in hours. You could. Yeah. Um, for me, they start the day after bin day, so that's two days on the trot. Two, two days, days on the trot of excitement. Yeah. Do you always watch the bins being emptied, or do you just put the bins out and then think, well, oh, they'll be emptied? No, I put them out. Um, I listen to them being emptied. Yeah. I hear them from... from the living room with the fungalow. Do you put a glass against the wall? Because you could just look out the window, you know. I could look out the window if I wanted to, but I don't need to. Yeah. There's nothing to see that I haven't seen before. No, I bet you're right. Fuss, but I bet. No, I bet you do. I bet you do watch them, just to check they've got every little bit of fucking dipper bone. Do they have bones, chicken dippers? No. They've got every little crumb, every bit of shite, and out of the bin. But they're all in pl- black plastic bags. So why would why would they be in the bin? Do you not put your rubbish in black plastic bags and then tie some the tops? Some I do, some I don't. Some stuff you just chuck into the bin. <laughs> chuck it in, oh, yeah. Well, of course, you're a millionaire. You probably get the van that comes around afterwards and slushes out your bin with disinfectant, <laughs> don't you? Or no. you get your gardener to do it for an extra two quid. I wouldn't give them two quid for that. Give them, I'll give them what we used to be called 30 shillings. Okay. £1.50. So, Idaho potatoes. What are they, then? Neat. Supposed to be the greatest potato in the world. Right. What do you reckon? They're big. They're really big, the Idaho potato. Right. Well, I know nothing about the Idaho potato. Yeah. I've never seen one. I've never heard of one. For all I know, this could be another one of your wind-ups. No, it's not a wind-up at all. I'm just wanted to, I just fancy talking to you, you about... You want an opinion about a potato from me, right? You pre-arm me yeah. with a bit of information, please. A photograph, a couple of paragraphs about where they're from. Well, obviously, from Idaho. Where they're from, what they're about... Just, just some bullet points about a potato, and I'll give you an opinion. All right. You don't. You can't just go. What do you think about the Idaho potato? I wasn't trying to catch you out, Andy. Were you though? I honestly wasn't trying to catch out. Let me fill you in. That's a how it feels. It's the biggest producer of potatoes in the world's Idaho. It's you know second India. Other? Can you believe that? I can actually. But a massive. It must be a strain of potato. They're like rugby rugby ball size. No, <laughs> <laughs> where are you laughing? They're the rugby ball size. Well, who are they for then? Well, I'll tell you what, because I, I know you like this sort of thing. You know, um, you sometimes find them hollowed out, right? And yeah. little, you like sprites, don't you? <laughs> little sprites and tinklets. Right. They live inside Inside of a massive Idaho potato. Oh, that might not be true or whatever, but um, they make beautiful roast potato, obviously. One the potato size of rugby balls. Yep. How long you got to roast it for? A month. <laughs> well, maybe, Andy. I mean, but... see, now it's starting to sound like you're just making this up. No, hold on a minute. But we see we're getting there. So, no, I don't like the sound of that, Bob. So, number two, Andy, I'd say to you, oh, I never it said I wouldn't didn't like it. No, well, it sounds a bit negative. I'm not cooking it for a month. Number two, it wouldn't fit in your can fry, dry fryer, air fryer, air fryer. So, you wouldn't like that, would you? Like you put it in chip, don't you? Chip it up first. Yeah, but if you chipped up an idol potato... The size of a rugby ball. The size of a rugby ball. Is you that need an fit? axe, wouldn't you? You'd have to <laughs> chop it up with an axe. Is that going to fit in your fry dryer? It would Enough would fit for a portion. 
Yeah. I only want one portion. I don't want to do the whole thing. I could do two lots, couldn't I? You're in Asda, right? Yeah. And you get potatoes for your tea. <laughs> you you tea potatoes, yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you do you prefer little potato, bigger potato? I like a large potato. Yeah, well, that's King Idaho. Edward. That's Idaho. Right. I've never seen them in the Asda. Just like mob wives, it'll come to nothing. Before we do this again, if we ever do do it again, would you have a look into Idaho potatoes? Right, I'll try. Thank you. It's starting to become a chore, this. You're giving us homework. You've got us looking up potatoes. You've got us watching television programmes that they're interested in. You're trying to lure us into your bleeding crime club. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The wife's questions, are you interested? Oh, go on then. Um, so I've got to find them. She, puts them. she writes them on the back of this butler paper. Hey, Doctor, you know Dr. Octica? Dr. Octica. Did you know he was in the SS? Was he? Yeah, I absolutely promise you I wouldn't lie. He was was an SS officer. Doctor, he does the pizzas. Yeah. Isn't that extraordinary? That shouldn't be allowed, should it? Do you reckon Papa John's up to anything? Well, he was the Cambodian leader, wasn't he? What, Pol Pot? Papa Doc? No, Papa Doc's Haiti. Was he? Haiti. So I'm thinking of Papa John and Papa Doc. Say Heidi. Heidi! Sunderland Heidi. Heidi! So, um, I am suspicious of Papa John. Why? I'll tell you why, Andy. Because of his guarantee that he'll replace any uh, pizza if you're not happy with it. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't believe you could phone up ten times on the trot. Because you be could... small print. There'll be yeah, small, small prints bound yeah. to be. Is he a sentient being? Is he an actual person, yeah. Papa John? Like in the same way that, say, Mr Pringle is. Mr Pringle's real? Well, he looks real on the yeah. box, doesn't he? The Jolly Green Giant's real. Yeah. But they are all real. Well, Papa John's real. The Colonel's real. Colonel Saunders. Yeah. He's real. Captain Birdseye? No, the, he's an the actor. The Milky Bar Kid? Actor. Bertie Bassett is a sweet. He's not, not a man. But he's real. But check it out. Papa John... Pretends does adverts for Papa John Pizza. Right. Fucking hate pizza. Papa what in all its forms? Fucking do you? Yeah. You fucking freak. It's no less of the swear, London. <laughs> no, but honestly, what you like pizzas? I love pizzas. Do you know what I saw? 
in, not in Asda, but in Sainsbury's a couple of weeks ago. It was on a Saturday morning. And you know Sainsbury's will heat up your pizza for you. They do like the freshly made pizzas and they'll heat them up for you for an extra quid. Right. It takes about seven minutes. You go off and buy your chicken dippers and come yeah. back. There's your pizza ready for your tea. I saw one, a fella walking around with the box with the heated pizza in, 9.15am on a Saturday morning. Hot pizza. Pizza for breakfast. Early morning Sunday, pizza. obviously. Well, it's just like, it's it's an un, it's, a, it's an unrisen bread with tomato sauce on it. So why not have it for breakfast? Yeah, why not pay 17 quid for that? Three forty nine, but, you know. No, if you went Papa John's, you ever go Domino's 2 for Tuesday? I only go to Domino's when there's a voucher on, when there's a special offer. Yes, yeah, say, for example, yeah. 2 for Tuesdays. Do you ever do that? Nah. Well, pizza's 17 quid. Yeah, but you don't buy two, do you? No, but I'm just saying, I would only I only go on two for Tuesdays right. for my boys. Right. But obviously, in doing that, I do find out how much one pizza would cost. 17 quid. On a Wednesday or Thursday. 17 well, quid. Well, don't go there. Go somewhere else. There's bound to be other pizza. What, you want, you ten, you're sending me down Papa John's, aren't you? I'm sending you and down I've already expressed lo- our feelings. How about a local oh, establishment? Mr. Your artisan pop-up yeah. pizza. That's what you advocate. Lo- a local it? trader. Yeah. Are you Instead still, of these chains. Are you still making artisan candles? Are you still going to Sports Direct for all your darts and that? <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. I mean, Even after today's revelation. No, I, wa- I might not go after today's revelation. Can we have the questions from the wife? Because, Jesus Christ, it's starting to drag on this. I don't mean... Do you know, I, 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 hope, you, I, I hope you realise I don't mean to bore you, Andy. You know what I mean? What do you mean, then? Well, I'll make some notes in my mind as to what I'm going to ask you. And I think, oh, Andy, Andy will be interested in that. I'll bring that up. Right, the wife's questions. Here they come. When you go to Asda to buy a new sweatshirt for the coming year and they only have the size, one size lower and one size higher than yours, which way do you go? Bear in mind your titties. <laughs> that question answers itself, really, doesn't it? I so go higher. Way, you go higher? Yeah. You, it's but, not like play your cards right. There's no option. You've got to go higher. Well, if you went low, wouldn't it control your, your waywardness? No, because I've got that taken care of in a different way. In a different under way, the strapping. Sweatshirt. Strapping. Yeah. you got yeah. brass straps around there, have you? There's, it's taken care of. So you go, you go size up? Yeah, of course. Just let them, let, let them bounce free. Same price, more material, isn't it? Up there where you live in Sunderland, Andy, do you get garden birds and pretty flowers? Yes, and yes. You do. I have pretty flowers. What's that? Near into flora near me fungalo. You don't have any in your garden. I've got no flowers in the garden at all. Is it because they don't grow? Because of no, because I've got it converted into a little football pitch for me and my boy. What, so so what's about, the point of having flowers? They only get their heads kicked off. What about the front garden? Who says there's a front garden? Well, is there? If there is a front garden, what about the front garden? I can't. No, there's not. Or so where there? do you put your bins? My bins. Where do you put your bins out? Where do you put them? On the, on the pavement. On the pavement. Yeah. Which is directly outside your front door, is it? Y- no. Or you some kind of like Victorian terraced bungalow. Can you move on to the next question, please? Bob? Yeah, of course. I don't think you've given that short shrift, haven't you? Um, all right, you you get lovely birds up there, do you? So do the birds not visit your your garden because of the football pitch? Have you got any buggies or yeah, Of course we do, yeah. What, have you got one that you're proud of? I've got a woodpecker in my We've got moment. two pigeons that hang around. 
Pigeons or doves? Pigeons. Pigeons. Yeah. Wood pigeons. Yeah. Or not town pigeons. No. And you went, why do they come? I think they just like the vibe. <laughs> I mean, I can't spend 100 grand on his kid, didn't he? Did on the birthday that? party? On a birthday party. I didn't see what was involved. Or was there a monster truck involved? I don't know specifically. If you spend 100 grand on a kid's birthday party and there's no monster trucks involved, yeah. you've bollocksed it up. Well, the kid's only two. Well, all the more reason. Would you, you know, 100 grand, there was a wall of flowers. Should have been a wall of flames. That, ah, and there was um, a real genuine ballet dancer... And it was held at Bolton. Should have Fo- been a street dancer. And it was held at Bolton. Well, a street dancer uh, and next to your freaking pop-up pizza. Uh, as had pizza and wax candles. street dancer and a monster truck and a wall of flames. What more would a two-year-old need? Well, they didn't get it. And I could bring that in for about 78 grand. Well, I was going to say, it's a lot, isn't it? Been ripped off there, hasn't it? It didn't really tot up if you looked at it. There was a juggler, there was a cat bouncy castle, there was a wall of flowers. How much is catering, you reckon? Three grand? Depends what they're having, I mean, but you'd struggle. Chicken to... dippers, wouldn't it? Two-year-olds. Presumably dippers. Um, oh, there was a there was a huge cake. You know, like a massive cake. Yeah. But how much could that be? Two thousand quid. I would have gone. One hundred and sixty. One hundred and sixty grand. One hundred and sixty quid. <laughs> I was once in France. I just remember this. Me and Nice. Place called Grass, where they make perfume. You wouldn't know. You know. You, no. you know about perfume. No. And I um. Do you know the group called the Bangles? Uh, Susanna Hoffs. Susanna Hoffs. Yeah. You know her. I don't know her. Well, I, I was follow stay- her on Twitter. I was staying at. Um, she sometimes tweets pictures of herself. All right, Andy. We don't want to know about that. She. I was staying at um. Christian you know, Christian Dior. <laughs> I was, no, I promise you, Andy, yeah. I was staying at his um, villa just right. outside Grass. And I, I was a motorcyclist then. And um, she wanted some it's, um, I can't, I'm not going to pretend I know. She wanted some it. She said, could she go on the back of my bike? Right. To um, to the shops. And I, it was one of those really, like, you know, like bendy, bendy roads. Yeah. And I, I, I took her there. Absolutely true. So Susanna Hoffs. Do you know the one I mean? Yeah, yeah, the singer. Yeah. Yeah, she was singer. She was. She's on the back of my motorbike. Right. I got to the shop. Yeah. And she wasn't on. She'd fallen <gasps> off. Really? And I didn't even know. God. Absolutely true. She survived, I assume, because she's continued to make music since then. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, I, I drove back trying to find another there and there she was stood she had a terrible um she had short she was wearing shorts and she had you know those road burn things. it wasn't terrible it's about the size of I don't, I don't know a scotch pancake right. would you accept that yeah as a measure and uh but it's <laughs> you know, absolutely true only what she i uh, there's no punchline to this oh. but whilst she'd been waiting she'd covered her face in marker pen <laughs> oh fucking weird camouflage I don't know. I didn't. I Did didn't say anything because because the skin had broken. There was obviously a bit of blood. Did you think she was going to be prey? Honestly, it's true. I don't. animals. I said, are you, "Are you all right?" And she showed me the burn thing there. And then I said, "I said something like, what about your face?'" And she just said, "It's marker pen." <laughs> so that was me in France. But there well, you go. You might get to go back there again soon. Yeah. No, the I scene am. Of you. Greatest triumph. Yeah, if we can finish second in the group. That's Ooh. the important thing. Right, I've got some questions for you. Oh, great. From blood relatives of mine. 
Yeah. Bob. Yep. As a millionaire, with your all-weather kumquat orchard. Oh, as if. When you're thinking of booking a holiday, do you look for the last-minute all-inclusive deals on the Costa del Egg and Chips on Teletext? Or do you enlist a travel consultant to secure a month of safari expeditions, fishing trips and mooching about in the jungle like a bellend? Um, I book my own holidays. And the, what are you suggesting that I employ someone to book holidays for? Yeah. Because I'll be a honest. A travel consultant. I, I wasn't really listening. I do not. Mm. Did you call me a millionaire? I wasn't really listening. Yeah, I did at the beginning. I'm not a millionaire and I don't employ a travel consultant. Right. Have you ever flown over a volcano on a hot air balloon? I've flown over a volcano, but not in a hot air balloon. <laughs> what was it in helicopter? No, it was in a. a yeah, it was a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you go to the kind of restaurants where you choose lobster out of a tank and it's alive? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Mm. So what's the, what's the problem with that? No, no problem. Just, just making observations. About All right. Yes, I do here. that. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. All right, I'll move on. Bob, as a millionaire with your all-weather kumquat orchard and your. A collection of art treasures bought from assorted despots. When you go on holiday, do you pre-order a selection of slaves to tend to your every whim at your resort, seeing as how your home slaves aren't allowed to travel because they're not even supposed to be in the UK to start with? No, I travel abroad just with my family. I don't take any slaves, servants, oh, staff. You don't take them because they're not allowed to leave the UK. No, I don't hire any. supposed to be in the UK. Where do you think I go on holiday? Because I don't know. I got a, a luxury resort or something. I've got all the slaves. Right. You... And there's the slaves there waiting for you. Well, you, say, you, you, you know, you choose to call them slaves. I would call them a hotel staff, but fine margins in it, really. I suppose it is. Yeah, mm. quite the confession that was. Bob, as a millionaire with your all-weather kumquat orchard, your collection of art treasures bought from a sort of despots, and your diamond-encrusted glass eye, when you're on holiday, do you allow your home slaves to have time off as well, or does the dirty alderman come round and house sit, or slave sit, if you like, <laughs> replacing you and replicating your sordid lifestyle in order to keep your slaves on their tours. No, I do not employ someone to pretend to be me while I'm on vacation, Andy, no. So does the dirty alderman come round your house when you're not there? The, uh, the, I, I know the alderman. You've right? kissed the alderman, haven't you? I haven't. <laughs> if I have kissed the alderman... May I just say, I am not the first to have kissed the alderman, right? That doesn't make it right, though. I, I'm, I, I don't comment on whether it's right or whether it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. You've kissed the alderman. I haven't kissed, I've not been around your place. Yeah. I've not kissed your alderman. Is that the end of your questions? Yeah, that's the end of my questions. Steve McLaren, did you hear about what happened this week? No, what's he been doing? Put it in a nutshell. Um, big lass... Run out of beans, right? Oh. But she'd done the toast, oh. right? So Steve, bless him, a lovely lad, really, Steve, says, don't worry, love, right? Put a bit of cling film over it, keep it warm, and I'll mm. pop down Londis to, um, to get you some beans, right? We took his big yellow snake with him, because it's been, do you know it's been spewing? I told you last week, it's been spewing, spewing up a lot. bathroom in the bedroom, wasn't it? In the bedroom, yeah. So <laughs> he took it with him down Londis, right? Round and his neck. Round his, exactly, yeah, it was round his neck. Not on a lead. No, it's, yeah, it just wraps it round his neck, yeah, and it sometimes curls its tail just up his, his short sleeve on his yeah. shirt, but it basically it's round his neck That's like a, a scarf. That's a protection thing, isn't it? It makes it feel secure. Yeah, well, what snakes do is is that um, if, you, if, if you trap them, they use the tail to pretend to bite you so that you'll leave 
go of them, you know. Anyway, that's another matter. Yeah, so the girl Christ. behind the counter shat herself when she saw the snake, right? And <laughs> because she made, she like screamed, right? The snake spilled up again, <laughs> again. right? On the lottery display. Yeah. Yeah. And, and todd it up on, do you know the gala, you know, <laughs> do you know the uh, dairy milk too for a pound? Yeah. On the counter. Todd it up and that he was shot out of the shop, but the, the bugger was. Is he barred now? He was barred from the shop. Well, he was barred with his snake, and he ain't letting go of his snake because it's got this problem. Yeah, the snake's barred, but he's not going to go back without yeah, the snake. the snake's it? not going to go off its own accord. So he gets home, wife, to, wife blanked him. Sorry, fat lass blanked him. Big lass, sorry. Blanked him all night, and they just watched CSI Miami in silence all night. Did she have the toast on its own? No, she left it, she, she left it there deliberately. So she had nothing to eat, just a mix to prove a point on. Yeah, so that was a bit of a bad night for him, wasn't it, Andy? Yeah. Have you heard out about Steve this week? Well, I heard that he's been to see um, Joseph and his amazing technical dream coat. Right. At the theatre. Yeah. With um, with the big lass, because Joe McEldry's in it. Nice. And she's a massive fan of Joe McEldry. That sounds a really who, lovely production. Who isn't? Um, but she pulled out all the stops, because obviously she's such a big fan. Yeah. And... Uh, she wanted Joe to notice her mm. from the audience, so she she had a trilby hat. She took a trilby hat, got a rainbow-coloured band, yeah. and put it around just above the brim. Nice. And then she got some multicoloured Christmas lights as well and put that around the top, yeah. put them around the top of the hat, and a little bit of material with I Love You, Joe, written on it in marker right. pen right. across the front of the hat. Yeah. So she's given that to Steve to put on. He has to wear that. Oh, show. Steve wears it. Oh, he's there at the show with her. He has to wear that because he's like a little bit taller than she is. Right. So there's more chance. Joe'll see of, him. Uh, Joe seeing her, and there's a little arrow after it says "I love you, Joe" pointing towards her. Towards the big lass. So yeah. he knows there's not Steve saying that he loves yeah. Joe McElroy. Yeah. It's the big lass, and the pair of them's got gloves as well with flashing lights in the fingertips. You've seen them ones that the yeah. entertainers have. Yeah. So they've got them on, and they get up and they wave them in the air during the upbeat numbers. Yeah. And, Steve switches the hat on and the lights on the hat start to flash. Yeah. And uh, You can't help yourself in those upbeat numbers, really, you can't. can you? They've, they've gone prepared. Yeah. So obviously Joe McElroy's going to be giving up his all and he'll see them and he'll think, So I'm, I'm on loved. 10 talks. I'm loved. Did he see or what happened? I don't know. Oh, that's it, is it? I don't know what I know, the outcome. Oh, for Christ's sake. just knew they'd gone. I thought something was going to happen. But Steve's, Steve's basically thinking about how it's only a few months since he was the manager of a Premier League football team. Yeah. And now... It's, it's come to this. Now he's just a kind of bollard with a trilby on yeah. an arrow. Human Like bollard. golf sale sort yeah. of thing. Oh, well. Well, that's Stephen, of course. As always, we wish him all the best we and he'll be back. Have nothing but love for Steve McLaren. For uh, Mr. Stevie McLaren. Um, do you want to stop now? Do you want me to sing my song now, Andy? Or I can give do you, you want some euro. Do you fancy a quick game of proper before we finish? Uh, no. Right. What about, do you want any Euro 16 <laughs> facts? No. Oh, well, I'll give you them quickly because we oh. promised a bit of... Con- I'm not, they're really quick. Iceland, yeah. who you will be cheering on, um, has the highest per capita consumption of Coca-Cola in the world, yeah? Romania have the, are the world's largest producer of plums, Andy. Yep. And would you believe Sweden has more McDonald's restaurants than any other country in Europe? I knew all of them anyway. There you go. Time for me song? Go on, then. Well... It's a tribute to Noel Edmonds. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Because he's, he's come up with his shitbox today, hasn't he? Yeah, his shitbox. His machine that's going to cue everything. Yep. And make you happy. Noel Edmonds lit my fire. 
He turned me on and spat me out. He made me his bitch with his love machine. That beard, those shirts, that hair, that belt. If you loved him forever, then you'd know how I felt. Yeah, Noel Edmonds, he lit my fire. Do you like it? Oh. He's lit your fire a little bit, has he? It's not often I applaud your songs, Bob, but that... It's not bad, is it? That's off the map, that is. <laughs> See Woo! ya. Thanks, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.